When it comes to priorities based on risk and other factors, many financial institutions think about product launches first and security second. So how can banks and credit unions balance time to market with fraud mitigation by tweaking programs so that all security bases are covered? Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm here today with Joe Rogowski, Information Security Officer at Buffalo-based First Niagara Bank, who says proactive risk assessment and information security program design save time and money in the long run. During the RSA Conference 2012, which takes place later this month in San Francisco, Rogalski will participate in a peer-to-peer discussion that addresses emerging risks and program challenges financial institutions face, as well as how information security officers should address those risks and challenges. Joe, could you tell us a bit about the existing landscape and areas where you see financial institutions facing the greatest risks? Tracy, the landscape's really changed for financial institutions over the last year. With the emergence of anonymous and other hacktivist groups coming to light, um, the, the, the risk difference for the institutions, uh, you know, it's not financially motivated anymore. You know, hacktivism is not financially motivated. It's more out for attention and to show the wrongdoings of, you know, institutions and people out there. That, along with the malware um, involved in ECH and wire fraud, continually evolve, you know, almost on a daily basis. The, the challenges are still there with that as well. But now we have this new breed coming in of anonymous, you know, trying to deface our websites or expose our customer data. So, Joe, how proactive have most financial institutions been, in your opinion, when it comes to adequately addressing and assessing some of those risks that you've talked about? Tracy, uh, on the ECH and water side, people are getting more and more proactive. We're, we're trying to get out in front of uh, in front of the bad guys on that. And like I said, it's a it's a continual battle on a daily basis. As far as the hacktivism and that type of thing, it's really just starting to come to light now with the Occupy Wall Street and Anonymous getting behind them and really going after FIs. And we, I think we saw this with Bank of America when they proposed that debit card charge every month. You know, they were attacked at that point. So we're starting to look at that stuff more closely. How we can defend against it and what we can do, but slightly in front of it, not too far, though. Now, when we talk about emerging technology posing big concerns, we oftentimes think about things like online banking or mobile banking. But when it comes to the online space, we've been addressing risks in that area for more than a decade. Haven't we addressed most of the security challenges that we face in some of these more traditional environments? I think if we did address those risks, I'd be out of a job. But um, as you described the traditional environment, it still continues to evolve today. The risks and the threats that are there are still a problem. When you look at the, the ACH and wire fraud and, and combating mobile malware there, uh, a, friend, a colleague of mine described it once. It's like dealing with your young children. You tell them not to touch their sister, and they'll hold their hand in front of their face and say, I'm not touch, touching her. You know, they, they continually evolve every day and are still a problem, even in the more traditional online banking channels. So how would you define emerging technologies and risk? So I look at this two different ways. You know, an emerging technology risk is really, you know, is it a new technology coming out? Is it mobile? Is it something we haven't seen before? Um, You know, you're starting to see a lot of the near-field spectrum payment type plans with Google Wallet. Um, Those are new and emerging risks. And, you know, how can the fraud take place there? But then also looking at it from, you know, the traditional or classic environment of the ACH and wire fraud. Is that being leveraged? Is that malware being now leveraged in a different way to go after a different customer base? You know, for example, uh, personal accounts that can do ACH. Now, let's talk a little bit about the mobile arena because the story is a little bit different here. And again, this is an emerging technology, and I think that most of the industry would accept that type of definition for mobile. So, Joe, what security concerns have banks and credit unions overlooked as they've dashed to market with new products and services that touch the mobile channel? 
Tracy, I think it's the nail on the head there. And when you say dash to market, you know, there are, there are a couple of leaders or, or bleeders in this area. And now that they're out there, everybody else is still catching up. And if you don't have a mobile product today, you're really looking to get to market as quickly as possible. And when you're doing that, you know, it may not be the best of breed product or the most secure product. You know, you got to look at things, you know, is it using the same credential store as your web banking or should it be? Is it integrated with your web banking? What functionality are you really offering? You know, do you want to get ahead by offering a remote check deposit, bill pay, or ACH and wire on the mobile device? They all need to be looked at from a fraud, fraud perspective before you can really take it to market, but some of this stuff is overlooked. And to get back caught up or to get ahead of those other banks now, you know, people are taking more risk and taking on more risk. Now, let's talk a little bit about the RSA conference. During the conference, you'll be addressing some of these concerns during a discussion that you're having on March 1st, and that panel discussion or peer-to-peer discussion is entitled Chicken or the Egg, What Comes First? Discussion of Prioritization. What can you tell us, Joe, about this discussion and the areas you expect to cover or touch upon during the discussion? So, Tracy, the peer-to-peer discussion is really an interactive discussion, and there are no slides. So it'll be a group discussion around prioritization and how do you prioritize. We're looking to hear from other people in in the group on how they prioritize their risks and their projects. You know, for example, the new FFIEC guidance came out in June or July of last year and really went into effect January 1. You take that along with your other projects, such as implementing a next-generation firewall, what takes precedence? You know, and how do you do those? What was your thought process behind putting those that project ahead of one other the other one with limited resources? So when it comes to the top security concerns for financial institutions in 2012, where do you see the greatest need for proactive risk assessment, Joe? I think it's still staying in front of ACH and wire fraud. It's still the number one issue in the industry, and it's not going away. Secondly, it's really looking at hacktivism and, you know, where are you exposed? You know, what customer records can be exposed? Is your web, can your website be defaced? Can it be taken down? And with that, you know, I'd like to look at another thing as well is, you know, senior management's concerned about data loss, but they're really also pushing the use of iPads and iDevices within the environment. So, it, it, you know, it's a, it's not even a give and take. It's a it's a take and then put, pull it away with, with those devices. They're harder to secure, but I think that's one of the new things we're going to see next year with the consumerization IT and bringing your own device to work. And so beyond risk, Joe, what other areas do you expect to be highlighted during the conference this year? So I think the really the other area that's going to be highlighted is really advanced persistent threats, um, whether it be marketing hype or, or truth, depending on who you talk to and, and what industry you're in, there's going to be a lot of focus on APTs this year and how, how that fraud or how those intrusions are taking place. And what topics do you think are going to garner the most attention during the sessions and presentations this year? I, I think it comes back to just what we, what we just talked about, anonymous, APTs, and especially for financial institutions, it's still going to be ACH and wires. And then before we close, Joe, what final thoughts would you like to leave our audience with where the RSA conference and risk assessment overall is concerned? Well, first off, I think you should come to my session on March 1st from 930 to 1020. Uh, it's P2P302A. I actually think we're going to have a really lively discussion around risk and prioritization of those risks. And it's something we're all faced with today, you know, whether you do it based upon dollars or, you know, how do you set your priorities? Um, I think we're going to have a lot of fun, and it should be a really interesting 50 minutes. Great. I want to thank you again for your time today, Joe. Thanks, Tracy. Again, we've just heard from Joe Bergalski of First Niagara Bank. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.